0: Hello you guys, this is Gabby Google and welcome to another episode of That Straight Up. Catch us here live on Spotify every Friday, Saturdays, and Sundays around noon or even in the evening. Catch us more on the on the episode and please enjoy this new episode. Episode 4. Enjoy! We'll see you in the end. all right what's up you guys it's your boy gabby yeah, we duga huh? welcome to the fourth episode of That straight up and as always go check me out on on my, on my ig uh sooner or later i will be uh, posting uh i'll be making an ig page so just you guys updated my own my own IG page Uh, yeah so good so good evening to you guys so welcome to this podcast wherever you guys may be uh either you're you're driving home you're flying over other places or you're about to fall asleep or if you're gonna be listening uh in the morning or around the lunchtime you know hope you guys enjoy your Lunch and yeah, so we'll begin the the episode. Right anyway. so uh, a bit of a quick updates of sports, so that uh, we can um uh, uh, get some quick updates in the sports world. Um, we'll go to ESPN. Quickly check the scores. Um. Yeah, so FIFA Women's World Cup, Australia advances to the uh, to the from quarterfinals to the yeah to the quarterfinals after the round of sixteens, and Australia won uh, two nil. Um. England won um four two on penalties against uh Nigeria. Sweden of course this was live, I think last Sunday. Lost uh lost against uh Sweden on penalties, five four. Japan advanced to quarterfinals on the score of three one. Netherlands won against uh South Africa, on two 0 so, a quick update, a uh, bit of a top event. So, a quick update. Uh, baseball, the Dodgers won uh, by six, six runs uh, against the Padres. With a score of 13 to 7. Marlins lost by three runs against the Cincinnati. The Preds of 5 3. The Twins won by six runs at a score of 9 3. The Pirates won against the Braves, 7 6. And the Mets, and the Mets won against the Celtics by nine runs 11 two Red Sox won against the Royals 62 the Blue Jays won three three to one against Cleveland Guardians the Brewers decimated uh the Rockies winning by 11 runs by the score of 12 to one White Sox won against the struggling Yankees oh, again and the Angels uh, are on their losing ways again. I'm losing against uh Giants. The Rangers won against five to three. And yeah. And to the um European friendlies, Bayern won against Monaco four two full time. Liverpool won against Armstead uh by two goals. Alright. A lot of topics to cover. Uh sorry guys, I haven't been uh putting up Bit of episode, but uh, yeah, this, this uh, these were the topics that we're going to be talking about. What we could have been topics from last week, so I I, I'm gonna quickly talk about it now, uh, in order to, to uh, discuss it further, okay? So, incoming USC freshman, um, Ronnie James. Of course, this was a big, big news, uh, about a week ago. Ronnie James who was going to be going to be playing with USC Trojans, a uh, men's basketball team. Uh, actually, suffered a, a cardiac arrest. Is actually in in the re- recovery stage. Of you know suffering a a cardiac arrest. Luckily, he survived of that. And and to be honest, myself being you know like week weekend warrior, you know. We go play basketball. I go play basketball with my friends. It it, it can be a, a scary stuff. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. That it's it's literally straight up uh you know concerns, whether you're an athlete or a non athlete. Um, if you get to cardiac arrest, uh, the chances of survival. And I'm not a doctor. Right away, okay. I uh, don't quote me on this. Okay, go go to your. Friend, uh doctor your friends that are doctors or go to to a someone that knows this topic of cardiovascular health okay something that deals with your heart but if you get cardiac arrest you know that that doesn't matter if you're young or old it, it can happen to you right and in in that sense that's actually a scary kinda uh not, not, just, not so much an injury but a, scare, a, a scary health uh, scenario because if you got and there, there have been a lot of athletes that have you know have cardiac arrest and unfortunately some of these athletes passed away right because of weak uh lung uh, weak cardiovascular system you know if you think of the, the history of Numerous players like uh, Len, uh, the guard from who was uh, drafted by the Celtics. Uh, Len, let me see. Is it Len? Len Bias, who who got drafted out of Maryland, suffered a heart attack, and uh, yeah, that was a very um. A very tragic uh, thing that uh, happened, and um was of, of course um LMU's uh, Loyola Merriman um uh, Gathers. Of course, that's a another another um famous uh athlete that um died um another famous athlete that died um because of the. Uh, heart disease, and life cut short, right? A lot of these, and and for Ronnie James, you know, getting it, you know, straight out of high school, you know, enjoying his summer and, you know, practicing with USC, right? Luckily, he survived. But that, that I don't know how long are the recovery stage uh, for those that have, uh, I've gotten um, cardiac arrest. You no, know, no matter what age, right? And for him getting getting you know cardiac arrest, it like I said, it's a scary stuff. Yes, you can survive from, Yes, you can recover from it. But uh, you don't. I mean, I cannot say there's no guarantee that you will play again. But there is a lot of you know careful maneuvering you know in terms of your health in, th- in terms of what you do physically and you know emotionally because and mentally too and because um getting cardiac arrest is actually uh, not it's a very scary thing to to be to be in it right and and for Ronnie you know having uh, his dad LeBron to support him to guide him too for LeBron, to really be at the side of his son, it really shows that you know there's more than any it was more than basketball to be to be honest with you, you know sometimes we, we think, think about these athletes say they, oh they're, they're freaks of nature, oh, they do this and that but but in reality they' they're just like us. They can suffer any type of injuries even even something that's that's inside our bodies, right? That's something that we can't control off, right? And and for and for and I think he knows this too very well, that there are things that you know, this is what like what what I what I was taught from my baseball coach that there there are things that you can control and you cannot control. That and that scenario where he got in his um you know had that heart attack not heart attack, but cardiac arrest. It shows that there is a bit of a reality setting in, but you know, uh, props to um him that he survived, right? And forgive me, the the weather now in California, you know, it's not as it's it, it has become a bit unbearable for the last few years. And you know, me being li- uh, living in LA, and I, I'm sure many of you guys that are listeners here, you know, live live in California or even live south in Southern California you know it can be very very hot very unforgivable at times and and to experience that you know, for Ron, for Ronnie to get the, it could it could have a bit of practice with weather too and you know but then again I'm no expert in in terms of cardiovascular health so whatever and this is what I say to the, to, this is I will say to many athletes and also non-athletes. You know, for for athletes that are you know that are in high school that are still playing, you know, still have desires to make it to the pros. You know, or actually make it to college and you know, ho- hopefully get to the pros is to really listen to your body. Listen to your body, right? Because it, it's never bad to listen to your body. I'm, I'm not gonna lie, it's never bad. Right? And for us that you know who were athletes back in the day to play high school sports, but they didn't make it to college and professional. But still active, have an active lifestyle. Still the same thing. Really listen listen more to your to your um to your body more. Be aware of what you eat. Be aware of what you drink. Right? Because nowadays, you know, you know, once you hit twenty-one. Or even before twenty one, you, know, you you go out and drink, you go out party with, with friends. You know you drink alcohol, you you eat these kinds of fatty food, but we never know, you know some some of this unbal- unbalanced diet. You never know, the consequences of it, right? And, and, and for me, you know, luckily for myself, or I I I'm sure that you guys, you guys are lucky at the, uh, for the time being that your health is intact because once you get uh, a cardiac arrest or a stroke or a heart attack knock on wood um yeah life that's a life-changing uh event that would take a lifetime you may recover now you will be recovering but the the consequences of it is life lifetime and you know, I don't want to say this for my not just for myself, but for 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 everybody out here, right? These kinds of um health uh issues are um yeah, it's something that we gotta be aware of, right? And for Bronny James again, this this news has been old news since last week, so uh, you know we'll we'll talk about it a bit more uh, just, to, just to end it. Actually, I don't want to talk about more about it, but just to end this uh, topic, you know, this is also not just to Bronny James, but for everybody here, right, that are either athletes, you know, weekend warriors or non-athletes. I, I, I think we just have to be aware of what you, we do or what we intake in our bodies, right? If we need to drink more water, we have to drink more water. I, I still, this water bottle that I have, you know, I still drink more water, you know, I, you know maybe cut down on drinking the boba, you know, cut down on drinking the beer, the alcohol. Wine is fine once in a while, you know, things that will help you, but also do, do things in moderation. That's all we, that's all what we ask for, right? Like I said, on this topic, I'm no expert in terms of cardiovascular system, nor in terms of heart, uh, anything that relates to the heart. Okay, so this is just a bit of not not of a hot thing, but a bit of a uh, a gentle reminder of uh, on that to- particular topic. Year, okay, so, <laughs> so back to base, we're gonna go, go to baseball, uh, basketball. Okay, and. Uh, Damien Lillard. Oh my god, my boy. Dame time. Dame Dame time. Alright. I love I love that boy. I love Damien Lillard. Dame time right here. He he wants out. We and and it's no secret right now that um Damien Lillard wants out afuera. Right? There's a saying in Tagalog, nah na puera than Kenyan career. Right, so he wants to play with a championship team. There's a lot of teams that have offered contracts for him. But for uh or Damian Lillard. He wants to play with Jimmy Butler in Miami. The NBA decided to step in. Said Hunt the Crap. Under the fucking contract. If you gotta and and he and, and the NBA literally put a memo. This is about a, a week ago. So, I think it's about more than it's about two weeks. Put a memo, and they say, if you ever fucking think of trading, um, Damian Lillard, and this is throughout the twenty nineteen, but that includes the, plus Portland Trailblazers. If Damian Lillard does not honor the contract and he he gets traded. Say Miami. The league says, we will find you. We will hunt, your, hunt you down, hunt your ass down, and we'll find you and lose, oh, maybe graphics. And, and you know, in the in the future. Does it help? Dame's case? We don't know. I'm uh, certainly, they uh, literally signed like an extension from a couple years back, and if I'm I'm not mistaken, and that's ah, and this is why you don't. This is a mistake of Damian litter I'm not gonna lie. This is his mistake. You don't. There's a saying. Everybody's told me this, and I, even my friend told me this too. You don't put all your eggs in one basket, and that that is. That is fucking true. It is fucking true. Why? Why David Leonard did that? I respect David Litter. He said, "I ain't playing. I ain't going to no, go, you know, ring chasing like KD, uh, like Kyrie. You know, I ain't not for that shit." But boy, David Leonard, you're you're about to hit mid thirties, buddy. A lot of these superstar players like Steph Curry, KD, oh. although he went for rich They got that they got that ring. They got the ring. And, and 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 also oh first ball too, right? Those OGs. But for for Dean He knew. He knew. The jig is up. The jig is up. Portland ain't ain't giving him you know, second off and third off and you know he doesn't Portland don't have them they may have that money, but they ain't gonna pay that money for you know, to to be the Batman and be the Robin of of Dave. But I don't I I, I, I say that I blame I blame um Dave on this, but I blame the Portland Flavors. Fairways could have done something. Great, they got S- Scooter Henderson. That's awesome, but but what happens before that, right? What happens before that? They gotta ask themselves, right? Where we would have gotten draft picks. The way, no, well, not draft picks, free agents. Many of these free agents decide, oh, we want, we want to stay back. We want them back, but we want to stay back. We ain't going nowhere. We ain't going to uh, Portland. Think of it. Is Portland like Boston, LA, New York, Chicago, Miami? Dallas, Houston? Ain't that that a big market? That's a mid-tier. Hell, small market too. So um, when Dave knew, jig is up. He had to request a trade. Too little, too late. He could have requested many years, many years ago. When Travers, you know, still still rebuilding, you know, still trying to build up the team. When Terry Stoth, uh, yeah, Terry uh, Stott got fired. He had a chance. He had a chance to demand a trade. Not publicly, but quietly, he blew it. Now he's asking for it, and that's what the NBA is so adamant that he stayed there. And and again, this is in the previous episode that the NBA hopefully in about months or so, in about a few months or so, when the league hopefully during the All Star break they, uh, gives the state of the league address. Seattle and, and Vegas. you know, if, if Seattle comes back to the NBA, Portland will be a big market. But because without Seattle, it's not a big market, right? So, again, with the NBA season starting and then about, oh, two and a half months, right? Now we're in August already. Football season's coming back all these big sports are coming up baseballs about to hit playoffs in about a month so these big sports sporting events are coming back man so uh, we'll, we'll just wait and see um how things will look like okay um hmm. all right moving on to baseball all right the dodgers I, I like I like the Dodgers move. You know the you know the I think six days ago or before, you know seven about a week or two weeks ago the Dodgers re uh reacquired Kike Hernandez and uh from the Red so- from the Boston Red Sox and Joe Kelly from the Chicago White Sox and whilst adding Lance Lynn uh. In the uh, to beef up that rotation, that's actually a great move. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. Um, Kike Hernandez. You know, as as many of you guys that knows your Dodger baseball, you know, Kike is what well, what I call him, the Energizer, the Energizer buddy. He's the one that you know hits for for runs. He hits for power, but he also steals bases, but also a great utility player. He can play multiple positions in, except, in exception to first base of you know, being uh, Freddie Freeman. You know, he can be moving around in different positions in the outfield and in the infield. So, reacquiring Kike Hernandez really, really um bolster. I mean, it really solidifies more of Dodgers, right? Because... If, if Mookie Mets say what's in the rotation if you if Dave Roberts puts him in the rotation as a short step, they, they can put him in the right field it, it, uh, vice versa, right? Or even Chris Taylor, you know um uh, in, in the outfield, he can can in place in, in the infield, you know, he can play in that position, right? The Dodgers in in terms of their in terms of their uh uh, you know, firepower. You know, it's solid. It's very solid, right? And it, it, it's a testament to of the Dodgers. You know, commitment to really, really need to you know, put putting effort, right, for them. Okay. Uh, let's take a look. Yeah, let's take a look, shall we? Let's see. Uh-huh mm. all right, so let's take a look okay and I'm gonna take a look into the Dod- into the Dodgers and you know mm. stats see there's a you know. The Dodgers, it it makes it makes a lot it makes quite a lot of sense for them to really you know let's take a look into the roster right it, you know Mon- you know Monty it, it, Hernandez you know Miguel Rojas Ahmed Rosario, Rosario Christine you got. Three, basically, four shortstops. They can rotate in the middle infield, right? But also, Kike, Kike Hernandez is a great batter. I'm not, not going to lie. Great batter. All right. Oh, no, he's not a great batter. Hold on. Yeah. Decent, decent player. There you go. He's a very decent hitter, uh, Kike Hernandez. All right. Joe Kelly. Joe Kelly. Woo! Wild, wild boy. Wild horse. Product of UC Riverside. Bro. Dude dude's a bullpen guy. I, I love Joe Kelly. He, if you remember Joe Kelly from the 2020 World Series and also during the 2020 season. Okay. Mm. That if you remember that look off the bullpen like this, right? Shit, that, that you know dude, against the the Astros, right? Dude, that's I'm not I'm uh I'll be honest with you, he hasn't been the greatest. Of, he has dropped up a bit, right? But numbers wise, not looking good. But if you put him back to where he where he was probably you know twenty. Uh um, 2020, 2021. Bro. He's solid. Great. He's solid. It, with the twenty twenty one season, two wins, slot um no losses, or so the two eighty six ERA uh f- pitch out of the bullpen. Uh um um let's see forty 48- eight. 48 games he struck out uh cast uh, hold of 13 holds save two out of three uh he already converted two saves out of three opportunities in terms of uh strikeouts he had 50 strikeouts with an average of 1.70 uh 174 batting average. That's why I call um, you know, um Joe Kelly wild. You know, you never know where it where you'll get what what kind of Joe Kelly you'll get on a daily basis out of the bullpen. Right? You'll never know, right? But but trust me on this. Joe Kelly still has the stuff. He has the nasty stuff. He still has the nasty um uh, fastball that goes about a hundred miles an hour. Well yeah, a hundred miles per hour still has that nasty sinker that you know that that make your drops uh your drops fall off, you know, swinging a miss right there. Still have that, still has that um um, you know. Good, good pitching repertoire, right? And and honestly, honestly, Joe Kelly is, again, a welcome. Uh, you know a, a returning edition. Uh, Repa, rapper, One. There you go. So. So. Joe Kelly, let's see what. So he has that fastball slider curve change. That's still, still nasty. I'm not, he still has the nasty pitches. Those, you know, sl- nasty slider curve, you know, gets that effective. If he gets back to that 2020, 2021 season when he was there, it's it, it going to be awesome. I'm going to tell you, that's going to be an awesome, awesome time for the. Oh, yeah, even the 2019. 2019, 2020, 2021. It's gonna be an awesome time for the Dodgers. It's gonna be an awesome time, right? Not, not to be, not your consistent uh, bull, You know, bullpen guy, but you know, but enough to give you numbers. Now, the new addition. And I'm also gonna add about the Dodgers, the news that Walker Bueller might be coming. I'll talk about that a little bit, a little bit later. But Lance Lynn. Lance Lynn. 6'5", 270. Th- 36 years old. My God. My God. Uh, that guy. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Right. Last year was just an abomination. Even this year has been a very, very... Disastrous uh, season, but 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 now I digress. Yes, now he has been pitching with the Dodgers, with record of two wins and no losses, with an ARA of two seventy seven. Right, he has uh, how many strikeouts so far as a as a Dodger? Thirteen strikeouts with no walks, no walks, no no hit, no uh. He has 11, uh, 11,
1: uh, no, no, not 11. Ugh,
0: bro. He has, uh, shoot. Go to the 20-20 uh all right, anyways. will check that a little later. But Lance Lynn, uh great addition to the rotation. Again, the Dodgers rotation has been a bit compromised. I'm not gonna lie, that that's, ha- that's actually a concerning fact for the Dodgers. Even though they have a thirty-nine um uh, their their thirty-nine games. No, no, twenty nine games, or nineteen games over five hundred. That still is a concerning fact, and 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 I'm not gonna lie. Alright, Sorry for the on again. I'm not gonna lie, um. And this is straight up. Clayton Kershaw is not getting getting younger. On top of it, too uh Tony Gonsolin, who, ne- who knows how he'll perform Julio Urias, uh this season nah, it's been a bit of a pathetic season uh not not eight you know I'm not gonna uh cut my you know mince words on this Tony Gonsolin, good record but still has a very atrocious era of four 4.42 and if you are a Dodger fan, that should that should uh, ring a red, red alarm, alarm bells really red alert, right? Because if this season ends right now, we just uh, if we just turn August eighth, right? In the midnight, right? If they say oh season's over, playoffs, Dodgers are. Fucked. They're they're straight up fucked up. Right? And I'm not mentioning words. If you're a Dodger if you're a Dodger fan and you know you you, you hear this straight away you know comment on uh, send me a DM. I don't give I don't give a shit about the Dodgers. If you guys think you know you, Gabby, you're right about this, you know. You know, the Dodgers pick up solid pieces, but it's do you think that the Dodgers picking up Lance Lynn, you know, will help them progress to the next round of the playoffs. No, I don't think so. Right, and, and also looking into the standard uh, standings, right? They have Atlanta still dominant. Brewers, you know, getting that hot oil machine going, right? Phillies and the the, the Gi- even the Giants are. Consistent, even though they're in the wild card spot. The Dodgers are already in the hard, uh, rocking the, rockin the hard place. And if you're the Dodger fan, you gotta ask yourself well, can we compete against the likes of the Braves, the likes of the Brewers? Actually, the Braves, more, more likely, we face against the Braves. Absolutely not. We're gonna get swept. And if you tell me that we're not gonna get swept, call me call me an idiot. Call me a hypocrite. Because I, I tell you right now, it plays is right now, and they they swept the they swept whoever uh, plays against in the wild card. DM me straight away. Call me straight away on my IG page, and I'll tell you, y'all are. Uh, I'm telling, I'm telling, Bruno, I'm being straight up with this right now, All right? So, um, we'll see how the Dodgers look. And also, 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 another another major news. Um, Walker Bueller, There are some reports that they might bring him back from eight from Tommy John surgery. Uh, uh, I hate to break the news to everybody who are again Dodge fan. Uh, he. It looks. It looks like that. He's recovering well from the uh, Tommy John surgery, but to rush him back because it's about to be playoffs in about a month or so, uh, I would be pumped. In you know two months, I mean two months left in the season, you know, I would pump the brakes. I would literally pump the brakes right away. Oh, I tell you why they have to pump the brakes right now, because. This is one of the analysts from, ES, uh, from ESPN in L.A., right? You know, if you know uh, Walker Bueller, where he came from, right? Vanderbilt. And many of these pitchers, you know, Kumar Green, you know Walker Bueller, many of these pitchers that came from the program. Uh, I hate to break this, but they're... The way they, they thought to they teach to pitch them is not to say conventional. What I mean by that, it it well conventional here in the United States. conventional, not conventional in my own time And also where I'm coming from, they go full speed ahead, throw throw gas, hundred miles per hour, throw high speeds uh on your curveball and your change up and your secondary your secondary and your tertiary pitches, right? But what does it have? What, will, what does it affect uh which which body that will affect what part of the the arm they will affect it will affect this area. This area right here is a, the the Tommy John area, right? And and Bueller, Walker Bueller has already he, um, he already has two Tommy John surgeries. That's actually not good for a franchise, uh, an ace to be. The heir apparent of uh, Clayton Kershaw. Now, Ker- Clayton Kershaw doesn't, you know, he had a um Tommy John when he was in his mi- uh, minor league. who covered about a year or two. He didn't have to rush himself before he moved he- before he got called up to the majors, Walker. If I were the dodge and also the training staff, I would shut him down. Wait till next year. Wait to have him have his, you know, pitching mechanics fixed. Oh, not fixed. Have you know? Have him learn to use different types of pitches that doesn't um. Put a lot of stress on on the arm because me coming com- coming from you know a, a perspective of a pitcher though I didn't play ma- major leagues again disclaimer I never I only played high school baseball I was not a great baseball player but I I have a bit of a perspective on it too. It there is a, this is from the Japan the Japanese point of view when it comes to the pitching a lot of. Many of these pitchers come that are coming up, coming up the ranks in 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 the professional ranks in Japan. They don't. They use a lot of that. Um. Um. What's that pitch? Um. Split finger. Why? Why the split finger? Otani is also excellent of using it. That's why he had. Um. Although he had the Tommy John once. That split finger. Is something that will alleviate your arm. Reason being is that bitch that doesn't have a doesn't put a lot of stress. Walker Bueller has been throwing a lot of gas and that changes a bit It's like a gas too. That's why there's so much stress in that in that region of the Hamidjan region, right? And and to be honest, if he has a third one, I you know, if he gets if his arm gets blown out in about five years or so, or six, and he found me out on it, okay? And he hasn't really look uh, considerably put down or add more in his repertoire. I'm afraid his arms; he's not going to last ten, more than ten years in the majors. Let's put it that way. A lot of the great, great pitchers like uh, Verlander, Serger, Kershaw. Garrett Cole, right? Or even uh Trevor Bauer, who played for the Dodgers, you know, is now in Japan. Many of these pitchers have second great secondary pitches, right? Or even Otani. Because they don't put a lot of stress on their arm. And I think Walker Bueller to learn has to learn that soon. Or else it's too late. All right. The last thing, it's gonna be uh, Broncos head coach um um Broncos head coach Sean Payton boy Sean Payton former head coach of of the New Orleans Saints who that team right who that right I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie um. Uh, he straight up broke the code, calling out Nathaniel Hackett and Aaron Rodgers, who plays for the Jets, defended his coach. But in a, in paraphrasing, do not put my our coach's name in your mouth. Now, now, is it? was it was it good then was it great that uh Sean Peyton talked um Daniel Hackett and uh, not not really because he had lost better not to say better respect he's he's also a respected coach don't don't let me wrong he's a great coach well respected but the way he um, attacked Nathaniel Hackett. Now, you know Robert Bob Sala, the head coach of the Jets, you know, has some defenses too. It was not acceptable. I'm not gonna lie. But in terms of material, both in board for for the Broncos, oh yeah, it was great. Because think of it. And this is this is again you know you know I'm not cutting corners here, but what happened in the Broncos a year ago was an absolute disaster. I even watched fielder their games it was it was a mess. People were saying, oh Russell Wilson is washed oh Russell Wilson not may not be able to resurrect his career after he getting. To the from the Seahawks to the Broncos, and 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 if, and Sean Payton was like, "Cut the fucking crap." I'm sorry, kids. I'm sorry if I'm cussing in this on this podcast, but you know, it, not to say this is it's appropriate. But you know, it's it's important to really highlight that Sean Payton is. It's like he's he's the man of the. Thing. He is the. Come after me, don't come after Russell Wilson. He's he's protecting his quarterback because he is running the show, just like what he has done in New Orleans with with Drew Brees. That's why Drew Brees didn't get any any flack because there was Sean Payton, and now he's doing the same thing. Yes, he got a bunch of flack against um the Jets and and uh, the Week Five ma- uh matchup. Against the Jets, that's gonna be a that's gonna be a juicy, juicy um, game in about two months' time when season begins. And for the Jets, oh, I mean for the Broncos, I'm sorry for the Broncos. This is a bulletin board. Let us avenge last year. Let's not think about. We should think about making it to the playoffs. But let's avenge the failed season. And that that is a good fighting spirit. I'm not going to lie. And, you know, straight up, this is, for them, like a fighting call. Like a call to action for the Broncos. Make it to the playoffs. Bring back the glory days of the Broncos, uh, John Elway and all that stuff. Then we'll head to the Super Bowl and, you know, win another so, trophy. Do you think they may win? I we'll see. Football season is coming up in about a a month, month and a half away with the preseason football. Uh, up and running, so it's gonna be a very very interesting season to look at. All right. So we're so as we end this episode, I wanted to. Uh. Do a bit of uh, little episode episode drop. Of course, the the next episode will be dropped within hopefully Friday. So I'll do my best to get get the recording done. And thank you, thank you so much for supporting uh this podcast. I know that you guys are following on Spotify. If you guys have Apple uh podcast, do follow that as well. Same same name that straight up with Gabby do and. And the rest will the rest is history. Alright, you guys. Um, this has been Gabby Duga. And uh and I hope you guys had a one uh wonderful uh week and hopefully you guys um uh, we'll we'll see each other in the next episode. Until then. Take please take care of yourself. Take care of yourself, take care of each other, and bring peace and love to one another and you know care for one another as so. well all right good night one, two, three, four. there you have you guys thank you for listening to, uh, to another episode of that straight up in Gab- with Gabby Yuga for more information on this episode please catch, catch me on my social media page. At 19 underscore dot Gabby Duga underscore dot 95 for more episode uh, Episode drops And I hope that you guys enjoyed This episode and please If you can Share the, the podcast and also re- put, a, put a like Subscribe and also comment if you have any Questions if you have any Thing to say For more And I'll see you guys soon, peace, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and peace, and also bring love to each other, take care, bye.